0: i just feel like this is an opportunity to toot your own horn yeah like actually uh (laughs) uh-huh every opportunity that i have to tell you what i'm doing why i'm doing it and how it's great and how it's
1: achieving results Mm -hmm. on time and under budget Mm -hmm. yeah yeah let's do it okay consider the shift fair warning we talk fast we move fast we start fast so if you're listening at 2xp you may miss some content but you also see F bombs. you're welcome Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America.
0: Hi, Workwives. This is Sydney from Vegas. Any advice on how to tell my manager I don't want to keep attending group check in meetings? Some backstory. This kind of started as a way to have a check in meeting during quarantine. They were basically a way of supporting one another, getting updates, and having an opportunity to ask questions. They were helpful for about six to nine months, but then it became clear that no one was excited about them except our manager, but they're still happening. A bunch of my coworkers stopped showing up. Now it's me, our manager, and an entire group of newer folks. The newer staff seem to genuinely like the meetings, and I can see how they'd benefit from them. I find them to be a waste of time. Is there a way to professionally relay this to
1: my manager? So you're telling me, Sydney. Sydney, you're asking the wrong question. My only question in response to this is why would you not want to attend a group meeting? Like most meetings can be an email. Don't get me wrong. But group check-in meetings can be super useful for you. We call them team statuses.
0: Yeah. And this, what you're referring to, Sydney, is in general called a status. And I think that you'll get a lot more out of them when you know how they can impact your career and your growth and getting what you want. So... Let's talk about what this actually is and how you
1: can use it to your advantage. Mm-hmm. That is is a project update. It is a top-down list of what the fuck's going on in your life, which you need to get done, which need to get approved. We need to separate, I think, team statuses from individual statuses from one-on-ones, which we've already covered. Um, a one-on-one is for your personal career growth. An individual status is for your project updates. This is what you're doing, when you're doing it, how you're doing it, how you're doing it well, places you need help with, any time you can, you can like update your manager on what you're doing and why you're doing it is a win for you. Um, team statuses are a great place to like check in with your team, get roadblocks moved out of the way, make sure everything's moving, anything that you're in charge of is getting moved on. And it's an incredible time to kind of toot your own horn. Absolutely. All of these are great times to toot your own horn.
0: Since we've already covered one-on-ones on episode two... We're going to dive today into statuses and how the, how you can use those to your advantage.
1: The one time in my life that I realized how important statuses were, because I, I would have them with my managers and like sometimes be prepared and sometimes you're not prepared, but like mostly just I also have a pretty good memory so I can kind of BS it off the top of my head if I need to. Like where are your projects at? Well, because I'm in the weeds with them, I can tell you. Hmm. But the moment I realized the importance of preparing for a status with an agenda is this. So I was like talking to a manager of mine. And I was championing someone on our team um, for a promotion. And they were very candid with me. And they said, I would love to bring her forward. However, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't know what she's doing. Even though she reports to me, I have no idea what she does from day to day. Now, there's another person who's not on this team, but I'm also a manager of, who she has regular meetings with me. She catches me in the hall. I know exactly what she's doing every moment of every day. And sometimes it drives me crazy. But when I'm in a situation where my boss the vp asked me who are you going to promote and i want to say person a i don't have a good reason i don't have data on hand to say this person deserves this i do about the, about person b so that's going to be the one that's a stronger case
0: yeah yeah and i think our takeaway here is what you do in your job doesn't count unless your manager knows about it and the opportunity any opportunity you can take to Let her know what you're up to, how you're contributing, why that matters, and how it's impacting the business is a win for you because they need to know what you're doing so they can fight for you in rooms that you're not in so they can get you that promotion and say, well, this is why, because I know on a week-to-week basis, on a day-to-day basis, what she's up to. I can know all the reasons that I have to give to HR when they ask me why this person deserves this raise, this promotion, this opportunity. You'll probably have a weekly status um, on your own with your manager. And then you'll probably have a team status probably also on a weekly basis. Sometimes be- weekly.
1: It, it kind of depends. Like if your team is running agile, you might have a Kanban three, four times a week. Like you might have a Monday and a Friday check-in. It kind of depends on your, on on your system of management. But the point is anytime your, your immediate team is coming together and you have an opportunity to speak about what you're doing, use it. Anytime you have the ability to get on your manager's calendar for an individual status, also use it. When it comes to a team status, you may have a manager who will send out an agenda ahead of time. So Sydney, this sounds like your manager might need a little bit of coaching in terms of agenda setting. You could, because you've been with this manager for longer than anyone else in your team, you could approach them and say the day or two before, say, hey, I know our team meeting's coming up in a couple of days. Is there anything particular you'd like me to report on to the rest of the team?
0: or proactively say, hey, I know we have our status, our team status in two days. I'd love to use this opportunity to report to the rest of the team how this project is coming down the pipeline towards them. Or I know a handoff from them to me is coming soon. I want to make sure that we're, we're both prepared for that handoff to be happening.
1: Absolutely. You want to prep everyone to catch the ball because it, it doesn't behoove anyone to not catch the ball, especially in your team. That's why we have a team status.
0: when it comes to your individual statuses you are in charge of the agenda you need to be getting this agenda to your manager ahead of time and here's what you want to cover you want to cover hot items and core projects you want to cover side projects inter-office relationships and what's on the horizon
1: now you can structure your agenda any way you want it but more often than not, I find it useful to structure it in a way that my manager is going to receive it best. I used to structure them according to what I thought was important. Um, and I found in the middle of my statuses, my manager would jump around and they, they'd be like, well, I want to know about this. What's going with that? What's going with this? And I, I realized after a couple iterations of this, what they were doing was was hitting the hot items, like what they thought was going to burn the house down. Um So I restructured into hot items across everything that I was doing. Like, here's the hottest stuff that kind of has to be done this week, or I need a decision on this week, or for some reason it became a crisis. So I'd put hot items up front, and then I would go projects in order of importance to my manager. Under each project, I would have roadblocks, like what's currently not moving, And then the next thing would be deadlines that are in danger of slipping. So if there was an opportunity for my manager to reprioritize some stuff, move some stuff around so that deadline wouldn't slip, great. Or if it absolutely had to, they had the time to let the next person who's supposed to be catching the ball move move their priorities around.
0: And then the next thing you want to include on there is anything that's outside your core job description. So any side projects, anything above and beyond that's not in your job description. These side projects might be anything that another executive or VP or director has asked you to do that your, your team is supporting.
1: Or like any other things your your manager has asked you to do because they've been asked to do it by the C-suite that are kind of outside the scope of everyone's job. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the kind of shit we're talking about.
0: Yeah. You're going to want to put that right here in your agenda. And we'll talk to you later in this episode about why you always want to make sure to cover that here in your status.
1: The next thing I slide in there is any inter-office relationships I needed help with um, or just kind of navigating the inter-office politics and then what's on the horizon. We rarely got to what's on the horizon because we had other things to do, but it was just a really good note for my manager to know that I had it on my plate. So if they forgot about it, it wasn't going to fall through the cracks. And maybe once every couple statuses, I would bring it to the top and say, hey, so what's like kind of poke the bear. What's going on with this?
0: Mm -hmm. The way it works for me and my manager is pretty similar. We definitely do the biggest, hottest things up top. The way I do it is within those biggest projects. I organize it by, you know, where were we at last week? Like she doesn't know she meets with (laughs) nine or 10 or 12 or 13,000 other people by the time she sees me again next week. Right. Like, and it's not her job to
1: keep it in her head. That's your job.
0: And that's what my status is for. And that's what my agendas are for. So, so yeah, I know that I know that she's done a million things. Like I've done only the things that I have done. She's done everything by the time she sees me, uh, you know, in a, in a week, um, for a status. So I remind her, here's where we were at last week. And she has the receipts. She has last (laughs) week's like, no one's bullshitting anybody here. (laughs) Last week we were here. Since then, here's what the fuck I did about it. And then here's what I'm going to do next about it. And, And that allows us to not only prioritize in order of importance, but also kind of tell her that just like you do in yours, I know what the fuck is happening. I know what's happening now. And I know what's coming down the pipeline
1: yeah. There was a there was a woman on our team who I was in envy of her statuses. They were three or four pages long. And it was it was to the point I caught our our mutual manager at one point. They were running off to their office and I was like, Well, I gotta talk to you about this thing. And they were like, No, no, I have to prepare for so and so's status. I said, Wait, you're preparing for her status? Isn't that backwards? And they said, Yeah, that's because she knows exactly where every single one of her projects is down to the minute, which means I need to have answers for her before I walk into that meeting. That is the energy you want in your status when your manager is preparing for you. And having such a detailed status meant there was inherent trust between my manager and this coworker. And she got given some massive projects that she'd never worked in before. But that's because our manager knew that no matter what, he was going to be updated on every single moment of that project. Yeah. So like high visibility, high impact, highly volatile. She always got him because she had the fucking most amazing statuses I've ever seen in my life.
0: I know it like may seem like a lot to not only do your job, but then write down everything that you're doing for your job. But it goes back to that point. If your manager doesn't know what you're doing, it super doesn't count. You may as well not be doing it at all. I think that there's a way to do this um, in a way that doesn't overwhelm you because you want to have these statuses or these agendas to your manager 24 hours in advance. Uh You can't just, you can't just bullshit this agenda. What you need to do is set aside 10 or 15, maybe 20 minutes at the end of every day. Maybe you do it as you go throughout the day. Like something happens, you update your status. Something happens, you update your status. My statuses are kept in a single document, it's getting longer by the minute, <laughs> averages four pages a week nice. that I'm writing nice. about my projects. It That tab is always open. Yes. It's, it's like Gmail, Slack, statuses, calendar. Those are my tabs.
1: Mine are in a folder and I make a new one every week. Mm. So I take my status from the last one and whatever notes I make during my status with my manager, I make mm-hmm. them in there and then I duplicate that after the notes and and relabel it to the next week's status date, and then I use that one as my as my top down to do.
0: Yeah, and yeah. and I, I, it becomes your to do list. Yes. for the week mm-hmm. between your last status and your next status, that's what's the most important. That's what you're reporting on. You need to make sure that's up to date, accurate, all yeah. that good stuff.
1: One thing we mentioned in one on ones that I think bears mentioning here too is when you send your status agenda to your manager my favorite life life hack is keep the subject line the same. So it just says Vanessa, status, and the date. So anytime that your manager gets asked, what's Vanessa been up to this week? She can just search it Mm -hmm. and has the whole Bible (laughs) sitting in her inbox.
0: No matter how you set up your agenda, you need to cover all of your projects, whether they're from your direct manager or from another person that you have a dotted line to.
1: Including every single one of my projects, just like you said, is super useful for me to understand where I'm spending my time. Because uh, the way that my brain works, I get down rabbit holes very quickly. And every single one of my managers who's listening to this is like, Oh yeah, that's Vanessa. So I like, you can give me a, a side project. That's very fun. And I will just want to spend three days on it, but I forget that there are other things on my plan that I'm actually responsible for. So having that status out there with every single one of your projects, even if it's a, like a back burner, low hanging fruit, like something that like maybe you touch once a month, it needs to be on that agenda.
0: Us to why statuses matter. Statuses are how you and your manager
1: align your actions with the goals you've talked about in your one-on-ones. Statuses and one-on-ones are a pairing. So because in your one-on-one you've told your manager what you want to achieve, they can they can look at your status and say, "Okay, given what you want to achieve, you, what you've told me in your one-on-one, I'm going to take these two projects and give them to someone else so I can put you on some projects that are aligned with your goals. Then these other couple of projects can be taken care of by anyone else." Someone may have said in their one-on-one, they want to grow in these areas. So they're going to go do that. This is your manager's prerogative and actually her job.
0: I've seen this happen to me a little bit where, you know, there has been some, some growth on our team. And so some people are able to take up projects that I was assigned to. It's very exciting because it's more aligned with their role and their goals. And it wasn't super aligned with my role or my goals. And so Having that visibility into the fact that I'm spending time on those projects, even though they aren't aligned with my role and my goals, allowed my manager to, like, give very clear direction on how to transition those projects away from my plate.
1: Right. And sometimes, like, I've been in that position, too, and sometimes it can feel like you're getting responsibility taken away from you and that can feel very scarce. But what it really is, so long as you've got your shit together and your agendas are aligned and you're having good statuses, What it really is going to end up being is you can run faster in the things that you're better at or in the areas that you want to grow in because you've told your manager exactly what you want. The other reason statuses and
0: agendas matter so much is because they act as your receipts. We want the receipts.
1: I like that you use the word receipts because they are your receipts in asking for a raise. You have very specific, the, the reason why we split them out this way is your core projects versus other side projects versus stuff that's on the horizon is so that you can say, Under core projects is stuff in my job description. Other projects is stuff that's not in my job description that I've gone above and beyond on, and I deserve a raise. I hear women ask this all the time. Like, I feel like I'm going above and beyond, and I'm asking for a raise, and I'm not getting it. That's because you don't have receipts for doing that. Somebody asked you to do it. You did it. It's done. They don't think about it again. You need to remind them.
0: Also, you're going to thank yourself when you remember. like, What the fuck you did? You've
1: gotten too much going on in your life to remember every little thing. Um, This makes it really easy to write your resume in the future. (laughs)
0: hint hint (laughs) and that's how we use statuses to get what we want so sydney i hope that's really helpful for you we want you to take every opportunity to show your boss how awesome you are to make sure that your projects are moving forward and crushing it that your responsibilities are meeting business goals so take every advantage maybe the group check-in you use for group check-in items like those team statuses we talked about why don't you set up another one that's on a weekly basis with your manager so she can really understand where you're making an impact as an individual. Got a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, work Like,
1: I live to toot my own horn, actually. <laughs> Hi. Okay. I have Um, zero problems with self-promotion. (laughs) Uh-huh.